Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are as a people, people inherently and historically historic. opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. conspiracy. Now, right now, now. Listen, listen. Welcome back to the Mind Poppers Podcast. We're getting a little festive, okay, in the Mind Poppers basement this time of year. A lot of our topics, you know, they don't get a whole lot jollier, you know. Still talking about murder, sex, revenge, the occult, okay, all of that. But we do tend to, you know, have a little holiday theme, a little Christmas theme to them. Today is no exception. Um, Because it is Christmas time, I do want to keep it festive, right? And one thing that I... I'm just obsessed with it, right? And I don't look into it at many times during the year unless, or until until Christmas, right? It's this, and, I, and I've, I've spoken about it before. I spoke about it every Christmas. It's the phenomena of people claiming and believing uh, and standing firm in, you know, in their statement that at one point or another in their youth that they have seen the real santa claus okay sorry that wasn't dramatic pauses i was holding back a burp but people believe that they have seen the real santa claus okay or you know perceived what they've seen as the real santa claus you know and and we've talked about um, we've talked about things, you know, on the podcast, like the collective consciousness, we've talked about tulpas, so, you know, there's a whole lot of what-ifs, what-it-could-be's, or whatever, all that we do know is that there are hundreds of reports out there, every Christmas, you know, going back to who knows how long ago, where people claim that they saw the real Santa Claus, or something that they cannot explain, okay, around Christmas time. And I'm not calling BS on it either, okay? I do sincerely believe that some of you have seen something in your homes and in about your homes during Christmas and maybe we just don't know what it is, okay? Now, I tell this story every year because this story is kind of my version of of that, right? Especially when I talk about this topic. But me, right, and my childhood friend... My childhood friend and I, we wrote a letter to Santa, okay, asking for some magic dust that would make us fly. So picture whatever Peter Pan sprinkles on Wendy and the kids that makes them start flying around the room. That kind of a thing. That is what we had asked Santa for. Now, I guess we're we're going back years, so I would have been, I guess, maybe 10 years old, possibly younger. In and around that, anyway. We 
we decided to write a letter to Santa um, and, and requesting magic dust that would allow us to would grant us the power of flight, essentially, right? So we wrote, again, this was around Christmas time. We wrote um, a little note with our demands to Santa Claus and we put that note under my friend's pillow. And then we went downstairs for like 10 minutes to, to give Santa some time to, to come and collect the note, right? Now, I guess the, the only thing that was... It was the, the, sheer, the sheer belief from the two of us, I guess, is what we thought was, you know, going to, was going to allow this communication between us and the North Pole with Santa Claus or whatever. We just truly believed that... You know, if we wrote this letter to Santa Claus with the intention, you know, you know, speaking it aloud that, you know, Santa, whatever, you know, we're contacting you. We're putting the note under this pillow and we're, we're going to leave. And when we come back, we would like to receive your communication. OK, it does sound a little occulty talking about it now. So we write the note, tell Santa what we want. And um, we didn't say it to we didn't say anything to anyone like we didn't say to his parents or or anything like that looking back now as far as i'm concerned nobody no knew what we were doing nobody could have known again look there's always you know who am i to say but as far as i'm aware nobody knew what we were doing okay because obviously like you know it's not like we were two losers okay like, it's not like I'm, I'm not going to go and say that to someone. I'm not going to go say that to someone's parents or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're waiting back from a, from a letter from Santa. You know? No. Okay? I, yes, I had a, a belief in the occult and the mysteries of the universe. But I wasn't, you, you know, going around telling people that I was writing letters to Santa. I, outside of my regular letter to Santa that I was putting up the chimney, you know, with my request for Christmas. That's fine. There's an absolute, there was no shame in that game. But I mean, just on a normal December day. You know, I wasn't telling them that I was trying to contact Santa Claus by putting a letter under a pillow, okay? So we had kept under wraps and we had left the room and we had went downstairs and, you know, again, this was just the sheer belief of children that this could be done, that this communication could be made. Didn't think anything of it, okay? So we went back upstairs, okay, after those 10 minutes and the note was gone. Okay, the note was gone. And this isn't a word of a lie, okay? I, this is, again, one of the things that I will always think back on I and mean, being just something that I, uh, one of the unexplainable things in my life, okay? One of the few unexplainable things, one of the, the mysteries that makes up my lore as a person that I have never been able to get to the bottom of, um, the note was gone. And under the pillow, in its place, was a little container of what appeared to be glitter okay and you remember we asked for fairy dust that would allow us to fly so the letter was gone and underneath the pillow was a little container of glitter now i'm pretty sure it was glitter i'm pretty sure it was glitter okay of course i didn't have the means to test what the substance actually was um it was definitely giving more microplastics than it was fairy dust. I'll say that, okay? But the strange thing is, is we never knew how it got there, okay? As far as we were concerned, no one knew that we had written the note to begin with, like I said. 
and I mean the most logical thing, is that someone had overheard us in his bedroom and, and thought on their feet, basically. You know, had this, like, thing of glitter on hand or, or whatever, you know? And look, my memory does fade, so I can't exactly remember what the what the glitter came in. <clears throat> I believe it was like a little like a little metal case, like a little metal trinket case almost. Maybe something like kind of like a little old and like metal cigarette case or something. Uh, again, memory, you know, it 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 doesn't serve at this point. Um. And look, it's possible that, that someone in the family maybe overheard us or something. I, I don't think so. I really don't, but, but it's possible. So, we wrote a second note, okay? Seeing as, you know, we at this point now, we, had, we, we, we believed that we had stumbled upon or discovered or manifested, possibly, whatever you want to call it, some sort of rip in, like, space-time. Okay, that allowed us to directly communicate with Santa Claus. Okay, the, the, the this time, right? So we wrote another note, and um, we had asked for hoverboards. Okay, which wasn't, you know, a tall ask, seeing as we had just been provided with a supernatural powder that would grant us the gift of flight. We asked for hoverboards, whatever it was about that that year. We were obsessed with hoverboards. Um, a technology that did not exist, you know, then, nor does it exist now. So we left the note under the pillow, and same thing, went downstairs, 10 minutes, we came back, and the note was gone. Again, the note was gone from under the pillow, Um, and there was another note in its place, from Santa, saying that, he would be unable to provide us with hoverboards as he was giving all the hoverboards to poor children in Africa. Now, this is where, where memory doesn't serve and it, there's there's two possible things in the story here that, that I'm unsure of. I, I, I'm leaning towards... <clears throat> okay, but I'll tell you what. Either we wrote the letter right... This note to Santa again, the second one, and put it under the envelope, and put sorry, and put it under the pillow, and then went away and came back, and the note was gone, and there was a new note there. That's one. Now, the the memory that I lean into that I that I tend to believe, but again, it's just I can't remember hundred percent sure, so I can't say this is fact. I'd be lying if I said it was fact. As far as I'm concerned, right, me and him wrote that second letter to Santa Claus about the about the um <clears throat> the hoverboard request, right? As far as I was concerned, we wrote that letter together and went next door to my grandmother's house and as you know many traditions, Irish tradition, especially when you're sending a letter off to Santa, we got that letter where we requested the hoverboard the note even, and we actually threw it into the fire in my grandmother's house. You know, with the idea that it would go up the chimney or whatever, blah, 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 and then it would reach Santa. And But then his response came underneath the pillow, okay? Which would cut out anyone being able to read what was actually on the note in terms of outside of the two of us, like any adult or whatever that was, you know, say, um, going along, say, with our with our delusions or, or blah, blah, blah. Um, 
that which is spooky now looking back and again i can't say that's 100 percent sure but it was like we were communicating through the fire and then something was leaving a note in kind of this agreed place again it's giving again it's giving very occult now that i look back on it okay it is giving very occult <laughs> uh which is kind of spooky i'm actually kind of getting a little bit more scared than i thought there would anyway so we requested hoverboards okay um like i said the technology didn't exist and it didn't exist now and we were talking like actual hoverboards that were like flying down the street and you're, you're actually hovering not those stupid little things that you're standing on with the two wheels okay um so anyway the, the note that came back to us right from santa it was saying that he was going to be unable to provide us hoverboards as he was giving all the hoverboards to poor children in africa okay which does tend to be like mm, that's like a parental response okay I can't give, you can't get this, it's going to the children in Africa. That does seem like a very kind of get out of jail parental response, okay? Which does kind of, you know, it does pose questions. What's really going on here? Let's break some of that down, okay? We could start with Africa. Okay, so again, if we're going by what was said, you have the capacity to provide these kids with some technology you know that nasa probably hasn't even have yet you know you give that to the kids in africa but you can't give them food and water okay so even as a child i knew something wasn't 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 adding up okay as well i suppose looking back now something i do take umbrage with is uh the fairy dust Okay, well, I still can't explain it, and it does, again, remain one of the great mysteries of my life. Something was a little off, okay? So going under the the assumption that it was just normal glitter we had requested, you know, we'd requested fairy dust that would allow us to fly. Keep in mind, at this point, we were both absolutely convinced that we were bearing witness to some sort of paranormal or otherworldly event, you know, and had no reason to question the legitimacy of the fairy dust, other than it clearly looked like glitter. Like, clearly looked like glitter. So, if that glitter was planted there by somebody, you are kind of giving these two kids the illusion that they could, in fact, fly through the magical power provided by the fairy dust. So, I'm like, again, all looking back now, and I'm just thinking aloud here. But if it wasn't Santa Claus, then who was trying to take me the fuck out, okay? If it was not a supernatural thing, right, then some sick fuck was sitting back, right, waiting for me to sprinkle some glitter on my head and jump from the second floor window. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, 
fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay? Like, the more I think about it, the more I, I'm, like, feeling like this was actually a sinister plan. Cleverly orchestrated, okay, for me to seriously hurt myself. Okay? Like, me thinking I'm about to take off. Again, two innocent children, you know, with nothing but belief and imagination, believed that we had somehow been communicating with Father Claus, okay? So me thinking, obviously, that I am I am about to take off, you know? Like, if I sprinkled some of that fairy dust in my head, you know, thinking I'm about to take off, and instead start plummeting, okay? Plummeting to the earth. Like, like I said, I could have sprinkled some of that glitter on my head and jumped from the second floor window, okay? Thinking I'm going to fly and then just crash down to the earth, okay? Now, with any luck, okay, I would have landed on both their shitses, okay? Causing them to, like, explode like watermelons upon impact. But, again, I could have ended up in a wheelchair, okay? Actually, I'm actually furious now that I've, I've never, I've never thought about this from a sabotage uh, aspect before. I've never really thought it through. And I'm telling you this, if I ended up, if I ended up in a chair, oh, (laughs) no one in my family would have ever been allowed to enjoy Christmas again. I promise you that. Okay? I promise you that. And I've no answers to this. And I'm going to get into this story about someone else's Santa sighting. And then we're going to regroup at the end. Because I have some thoughts, I have some questions, maybe some theories as to, you know, what was actually going on here. But we'll hear from this other person. And, and we'll see. Okay? Like now, like I said, the, the phenomena, right that it piques my interest and again hundreds of stories online all you've got to do is type it in into the internet um so someone said right their their story i've been holding on to this for 25 years i'm in my 30s now and this happened when i was seven years old i've only told the story to my parents and to my wife namely because of the overwhelming fear of pure doubt and skepticism Okay, well, uh, that's exactly how I feel, okay? Telling this, telling my truth, okay? Hashtag my, my truth on this podcast. So I hope that I'm met with the same reverence uh, that we're going to afford this guy. So I was seven years old in 1990 and spending Christmas, as usual, at my grandparents' house. Normally, I slept in my own room. But as a child, I never, ever slept on Christmas night out of excitement. So my grandparents let me sleep in the bed between them. We went to bed around 10 a.m. And as usual, I was just lying there, wide awake. A little while later, I hear distinct heavy footprints walk into the room, along with the light sound of bells. 
Now, the room was very dark at the time, so I could only make out the unmistakable shape of Santa out of the corner of my eyes. I was laying on my right side at the time, facing my grandfather's back. My grandpa has always been the loudest snorer in the world, and this time was no exception. Petrified, frozen, and pretending to sleep, I just laid there for what seemed like an eternity. Almost silently, the figure had moved from the foot of the bed to the side my grandfather was on. Every time he snored thereon, the distinct glove of Santa patted him gently. This went on maybe half a dozen pats, and then the figure had moved again to the foot of the bed. The figure gestured slightly, and the next thing I knew, I was passed out. Fast asleep till the morning. Oh, I'm getting chills. Oh, I'm getting chills. Sometimes I'll be telling these stories on the podcast. And I mean, this one's not too bad, but like we usually, sometimes we talk a lot about scarier stuff, not all the time, not often, but. And then when I'm recording this by myself, I, I do be looking, sometimes you'll hear my voice kind of not be kind of, you can tell it's directly not going into the microphone. It's because I start looking over my shoulder when I'm recording. <laughs> because I do be getting freaked out, because I already am forming these, like, theories in my head of what it could be, and then I start getting, I'm like, Ooh. okay, anyway, I'm sorry to take you out of that, um, where were we, um, he had just, oh, he patted him on the head, uh, oh, yeah, so this figure had made a gesture, and, um, he said that the next thing I knew, I was passed out, fast asleep till the morning, now, I'm the first person to discount a story like this with a, yeah, okay, buddy, so let me myth-bust a few things. Was it your dad? My dad was not nearly the size of this figure. Moreover, he was never ever the type to do something like this, even for a child. Could it have been a family friend dressed as Santa? I guess, but it would have been the most unusual time for a Santa to come in. Late at night, long after everyone is legit asleep, and in the pitch black, don't you think they'd have wanted their friends to come when they could actually see my reaction when I'm awake? Finally, that would have been the most insanely elaborate costume ever. Could it have been a dream? Absolutely not. I was wide awake and there was far too much detail. Could it have been some sort of hallucination or as user Tandran described, a tulpa? Possibly. And we've spoke about tulpas. Oh my God, we spoke about, this was, I think it was a Patreon episode maybe like a month ago. We talked about this tulpa, the, the Philip experiment. That to me, one of the weirdest things we've ever discussed on the podcast, but whatever. Um, What did your parents or grandparents have to say about it? My grandparents had no recollection as they were fast asleep. They, along with my father, were all sarcastically sure he had appeared, buddy, to me. My mother, on the other hand, still believes me to this day because she, coincidentally, exactly when she was seven, said she too saw Santa. Look, I'm embarrassed to even post this. I know that the modern image of Santa is largely driven from pop culture. I'm a father myself now with three kids, so I do all the Christmas grunt work, but I still maintain 
that that one Christmas I saw something or someone that looked like Santa. Ooh. You know what? I guess the most interesting thing in that story, I mean, two things that kind of jumped out to me. Again, look, everything that he dismissed himself, whether that being like, is it a family member coming dressed up as Santa? I mean, look, they're not coming in, in the dead of night when everyone's asleep, okay? That is going to terrorize a child and scare them forever, not fill them with the Christmas spirit. So, I mean, you guess you can like rule that out. Lot, fair, I mean, fairly logically, whatever. Again, assuming it wasn't all just the dream of a child. Um, another thing that kind of jumped to me was when the figure kind of, you know, gestured towards him, putting him into a deep sleep kind of a thing. And then the other thing being that his mother always believed him because she too, at that same age, when she was seven, said she too saw Santa. Now that to me is much more like, oh, something going on, a lot going on, you know? That your mother also saw this thing at the same age. Um, and this, right, is, I guess, what I don't, what, what I... I, I, what I, saw, I saw theories, right? And I, and I don't like this one because it's particularly, like, uh, it's, not, uh, not, it's not very festive. But it's, and it's not, ho, 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 I was molested, okay? I don't think that everyone who saw Santa when they were younger got molested, okay? Some of y'all, but not, but not everybody. I saw this thing, right? I think someone referred to the, to the thing as fake screening, basically, right? Where it is, when someone is, we'll say, the victim of abduction, alien abduction, that when, say, this alien or creature or whatever is, like, say, in your room or whatever, it can alter your, alter the way your mind perceives it, okay? So that you're seeing Santa Claus when actually... That's not what... Oh, sorry, I'm hearing noises. And I'm getting fucking freaked out. <laughs> Which that's not actually what... What's there, we'll say. Um, which I know is... <laughs> is just a horrible, horrible, horrible thought. And I'm sorry to... I'm sorry that I even brought it up. I really am. Now I'm freaked. And you're probably freaked. And that's not what Christmas is about. It's really not. But yeah. That's just one thing, Okay let's let's push that aside let's just say it's probably not that thing so that we can all sleep tonight probably not that thing okay what else is it is it a tulpa is it something that you you manifest yourself you know that you create through sheer belief possibly okay that's a, a nicer thing i mean the nicest thing of all maybe it was just fucking santa okay you know let's hear it for that maybe it was just fucking santa claus that's nice you know Although the little kind of like gesture with the hand puts you to sleep thing, that's giving, again, back to mind control kind of a thing. So, mm, I don't know. Um, like going back to my thing, I'm like, that's giving paranormal. That's giving occult. Okay, that's me giving me like communicating. Like who was I communicating with? Okay, who was writing the notes? You know, it's, it, it poses a lot of questions. Now, what do I think was happening if I had to make a guess? I never got clarity on what was going on with my situation. I never did, you know. Could it have been someone, could it have just been an adult, you know, feeding into her delusion? Like I said, absolutely it could have been. I can't rule that out. Again, probably not the best idea to give kids 
you know, um, to give kids fairy dust that, you know, which they believe that they can fly. Okay, terrible idea. And then I'm like, is it something, could I have been communicating with something else? Something that was, you know, presenting itself as St. Nick, okay? Because, you know, it's like, you know, that's the, the true story of the Annabelle doll, you know? Where, you know, the psychic was talking to Annabelle doll and, you know, so claiming then, believe that it was, you know, say being possessed by the spirit of, of a young girl, only then for Ed and Lorraine Warren or whatever to, to find out later on that it was actually a demonic entity that was presenting itself as a little girl. So something like that, maybe. Again, it is very, very in, in deeply engraved in the occult, you know, writing this letter to Santa, to this, again, to this being that you cannot see, but you believe in, and burning that letter you know, again, and, and I don't say that in a bad way, I think it's beautiful, you know, I think it's very spiritual, and I love it, um, but I don't know, I really, really don't know what happened there, who was out for me, who was I communicating with, I, I've never gotten to the bottom of this, just like this guy, okay, what did he see, the mother thing, that poses a lot of questions to me as well, that the mother always believed him, because she claims that she saw Santa as well, and it's like, what's Santa doing there? What's Santa doing in the room? Okay. I don't think that he was diddling anybody. Okay. I don't. You know, Merry Christmas. I was molested. I don't think it was one of those situations. But you never know. You never know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, there's no answer. I have no answers for you. I really, really don't. Um, now... <laughs> next week um well over on the patreon at least um i will be doing a little bit more a little bit more christmas deep dive okay <laughs> so if you want to hear more of that come over and join it's only a fiver and it's not a fiver it used to be the fiver in the first of every month now it's just it's a fiver and then it's just you don't get charged the next time until um until that date say next month and you can cancel whenever you know so you're not tied to anything um and this is the it's a gift for yourself okay a patreon subscription is a gift to yourself this is the time of month to treat yourself okay so come over and join us there in the meantime stay woke planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.